Get it. And we are live from the garage. Welcome back to another episode of Garage Beer Shenanigans. Got Rob and Kyle here and producer, producer Teddy. Teddy. So I might be clothing wise as comfortable as possible. I'm wearing an extra large shirt, but it's super tight on me right now and I can't really breathe. So you know how that is. When you're built like a monster truck, it's hard to find clothes to fit you. Got the beers flowing good here in the garage. Um, overall rating of your day today, Kyle? You know, honestly, it was it was a good day. Uh, did a annual physical there for the for my job. Uh, got a nice little gift card. Well, get a nice gift card. Just for getting your physical. Mm -hmm. What's your gift card? And where's it? Teddy, uh, I think it's like just a Visa $250 oh. gift card. Damn. Yeah, they hook you up. But I think they sell your information, but whatever. What I mean, $250 for my information is whatever the case. I'm not important. Honestly, my information is probably all over the web anyway. So I don't Most likely any kind of crap about that. But I'd give it about a 7.13 out of 10. 7.13 out of 10. I'm yeah. Probably pretty similar, probably mid seven, eight on my day. I uh, started my day off with an assignment that I'm less used to. A lot of paperwork involved in that assignment, so definitely not my favorite. But then I ended up in my usual assignment, and life was good. So you weren't property for a little bit? I was not a property. I was working in the school, which school, is huh? absolutely possibly the worst gig in the institution because of the amount of paperwork that's involved and you're you're really doing two jobs at once there really needs to be two people in the school at all times with the amount of paperwork that's involved so let's talk about this school what what do i like, so let's say i was in the school for the for the listeners that don't know what i do i punch license plates for the state of illinois <laughs> I'm the guy that uh, hammers and chisels with license plates for the state of Illinois. And I uh, sometimes supervise these people that also punch the license plates. So if say I'm working in the school and I have multiple classes of people punching license plates. I got a horticulture, got uh, your friend Vermicelli in the food room, her dad in the horticulture. So uh, at any given time, there's probably five classes going on with 10 to 12 of these license plate punchers in these <laughs> classes. So then these license plate punchers will stand at your desk. You got me, you got me signed in. You gotta fucking sign them in. And I am anti-paperwork, especially whenever it comes to me doing two jobs. So I refuse to do the other side's paperwork. There's two sides of the school. There's vocational, there's academics. Typically, if you're assigned down there, you're academics. To, because that's the, like the main entrance. There's two entrances, two sides, whatever. So I will refuse to clean the, the vocational side. I will refuse to do the paperwork for the vocational side. So basically, in my mind, they don't exist. 
So if it comes to somebody calling for one of these license plate punchers, I may or may not know if they're down there. <laughs> so it's better off to not have me in the school. You I know, should be in the property. That's where you I know be. property and I know the units. Yes. And the armory. That's pretty much the three posts that I know. Amen to that. That's all you talk about is property. So I'm kind of surprised you said you were in a different assignment today. But it sounds like they do need some some applicants to need some officers. Need some to uh, get going in the hire process. Need there. some fellow license plate punchers. So if you're looking for a job. Uh definitely hit up the, I can't remember what the link is. It's like Illinoisjobs.gov, something like that. We're hiring, everybody's hiring. Get a job, get a career, get a pension. Pretty Pension's sure going out the window, so they, come get a pension. Come get a pension. Worth it. It's really not. not you got to work a while, but I mean, it's definitely stressful. But if you want to get a pension, get a come come to the state of Illinois. Be a governor over there. Come to the city to cater, actually. Wherever. I, I know Everybody needs workers. Me. Come on. Yeah. Decatur's got a population of what? I think 72,000. 70,000. Can we get a citation on population yeah. of Decatur, Illinois? 72,000? Yeah, I think I think so. I think that was the 2020 census. So if, if, if indeed that checks out, there's no way that all 72,000 people have a job in Decatur, Illinois, right? Let's fill these Decatur jobs. Well, we just lost a company, Acorn. Yeah, that's sad. Uh, so that's that's three hundred people plus three hundred plus four hundred, we'll say, lost a job. But you still got Austin ADM, which I don't recommend. But the job's a job, really. That's gonna be a hard living. What's the number? Sixty-eight thousand eight hundred and forty-two, and that's the population for twenty twenty-two. Hmm. So okay. call it sixty-eight thousand. There's no way. We'll say sixty-nine. Can we get a sixty-nine? It's the seventeenth largest city in Illinois. Can we get a wow. an unemployment rate for Decatur, Illinois? Mm. Because I bet that number is high. What are you guessing before before you give us that number? I say six point one two percent unemployed. I'm gonna go eight. Eight. I'm gonna go eight percent. Ten percent wouldn't be too bold. <laughs> That's Rockford. Rockford's like fifteen. Yeah, uh, but the thing is, the government fudges that number. Oh hell yeah, they do. Because if you're, they like count you as employed if you're drawing unemployment which is sick it's very sick it's a very uh i don't know what am i trying to corrupt here not corrupt it's just a it's not it's just not correct i don't i don't agree with what the government does. yeah I don't, like i said they fudge that number it's, it's like an persuaded it's persuaded to an agenda pretty much yeah i would but say what that. agenda i mean there's no party that that adheres to i guess i guess it if yeah. whatever president is in office, they're going to say, oh, this president, numbers. I mean, his his unemployment rate, that's yeah. one of the things, like if you're a presidential election years. Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Corrupt. I, I feel like the thing that we need to stay away from the most in this podcast is probably politics. Yes. You and I are pretty much like-minded, and so is the producer, for, as far as politics. But we would I, feel like that's a, I feel like that's the one thing that we really need to stay away from somehow i always find my way to talk about it i don't know how but it is what it is really i mean you got a number that's line oh yeah sorry go ahead producer Betty. as of december 2022 it was 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 6.0 
Six point zero. Six six percent. That has went down. <laughs> In May of twenty two, it was six point nine. That's well, kind of that's went up. That's that's seven percent. COVID, obviously. December, but December it had went down from May of twenty two to December it went down. But now it's got to be back up because of April. Got to be back up. Got to be. The highest unemployment rate in the last five years was in May of 20. It was 15.8%. Whoa. 15.8%. Holy heckins. This year is coming straight from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Oh, so that's like the top, top. 15%. That's the big dog. So I'm thinking. That does not surprise me. So I'm thinking we're probably right around six and a half, seven now with the acorn deal. Yeah, we got to at least bumped up a percent because that's that's a lot of jobs to just lose. Three hundred some jobs in Decatur. That's I feel for the families. That, that's rough going through that. I know there's other opportunities, but jeez, that first two weeks has to be hell for the, the families. I, I really couldn't imagine going through that. Make Decatur great again. You lose your job. You lose your benefits. You lose whatever. Well, you don't lose your four hundred one k. The good thing is, it's just like a, a grace period on all this shit now because of like COVID and what happened. How many yeah. employees do you think Acorn employed? Ooh, you said close to 300, right? Well, I said, yeah, about 300 plus. We'll say 400. Not just in Illinois. Like oh, all together. Yeah, yeah. All together. Side note, Acorn shut down operations completely. And I know that there was multiple operations in other countries. So I didn't know there was other countries. We going, we going 10, 10K, 10,000, 10,000 employees across the world. We'll have to. Yeah. A little under. Five to seven thousand. Um, it's 2,227. Okay. Oh, so this ain't no big. Quite a bit under wow. what we were saying, but that's a lot Busted. of people without jobs. Still it is. Yes. I didn't know. I know they're. They were big here in Decatur, but I didn't know that they were worldwide. Yeah, the thing is, that building over there on the west side is pretty new. On Grand and, uh, uh, what is that? It's Oakland. not Oakland. Is that Oakland? It's Oakland. Yeah, Grand and Oakland. That, I know they added on to it, but it's whatever they added on. Well, they used to be out nice. there on, what road is that? On El Dorado? What's the one on El Dorado? The next. All the way out on El Dorado, like Sunnyside area. They used to be out there. Oh, on the west end. Uh, shoot. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't Where know. the VA's at? Over yeah. There? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That area. I don't know. Maybe they were out on the south side. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. But, sheesh. My main point is make Decatur great again. Because my grandparents tell me stories often about when they lived in Decatur, which was from the 50s to the 80s, Decatur was awesome, <clears throat> blossoming. Minor league baseball team, plenty of jobs. I mean, my grandpa tells stories of whenever the Staley Viaduct was two lanes. And really? It would take him till 5 o'clock to get home. And he'd, it was a 3 o'clock job because it, traffic would be so bad on the viaduct. I remember this Svensson dude. Remember oh yeah, he, he was, was a cool guy. He said Mound Road used to be Dirt Road. Yeah, it used to be or yeah, it used to be Swenson's uh, garage. Now it's Shaner's or Shaner's. Like yeah. 
But, uh, yeah, he said that Mountain Road used to be a dirt road. He, he can remember when Mountain yes. Road was a dirt road. That dude Great. was an old man whenever we knew him. So who knows how old that dude was. Well, we were he had to be 70-something. Like, we were about 19. Yeah. 18. And he, he was definitely pushing 65, 70, yeah. Yeah, anywho. Um, yeah, make Decatur great again. And yeah, make make Decatur great again. I wish we could bring in some some industries, companies, whatever. I mean, geez, it's a beautiful town, but damn. Could be. A lot of potential. Just sad to see it all just fall away. And the warehouses out there, Fort Richland and that, that's good. Add it's good. Jobs. There's plenty of jobs. Yeah. Jobs have to be here. Yeah, FedEx new distribution site, That's that's something. Um, but honestly, yeah, I, I don't know what to say about that. Um, do we want to get to a topic? Let's, let's get a topic going here. I, I want to try something new. I want to give a phone call out. We're going to do a couple phone calls. I think, I think doing some phone calls, getting some people involved is, is a good idea here. If um, you want to share your guests now, I'm personally going to hold on to my guests until we get onto the phone yes we're just spitballing here yes hopefully this phone call sounds good over speakerphone with the mic but uh if we want to get to a topic before we get to the phone calls we can yes so uh teddy you you want to rattle off a topic uh, maybe a, a quick five minute or Go-to Dorito flavor. Ooh. Ooh. Go-to Dorito flavor. Would you like to go first? Because I feel like I could get in-depth on So, since Doritos has introduced new flavors, my go-to original was definitely the Cool Ranch. Yes. Uh, I used to like That's the nacho. That's a staple. The Cool Ranch definitely might be the number one choice for me. And then they introduced the sweet sweet chili uh, barbecue. Was it barbecue or sweet chili? Yeah, the one that tastes like the Frito Swiss. Yeah, that's really good. So I would say sweet that's good chili on a chip like that. That's good on a nacho chip. It is sweet chili and then Cool Ranch. So sweet chili is probably my number one. So I don't think that they make this flavor anymore. Can you Google fiery habanero Dorito? At one time, they made a fiery habanero Dorito which was fantastic. Very spicy, but I'm a spicy food guy. And another thing that I want to get to is that I'm a chip guy in general. So you are a chip guy. Like I stated earlier, this coffee table, I could have it covered in bowls of chips. And we should do that for a pod one time. Yes. Uh, might be a little noisy, might be a little messy, but hey. But my backup, my go-to is going to be Cool Ranch. Mm. But Fiery habanero burritos were just 2012, so it's been a long time. So, uh, gonna continue with my my phrase: make Doritos great again. Mm. Bring back the fiery habanero. I yeah did have the privilege of having Teddy's personal favorite Mountain Dew here recently. Came back for a brief second. What was what's that flavor? That being said, what is your what is that flavor? What's that flavor? Pitch black. Teddy's go-to Mountain Dew flavor is pitch black, which is fucking fantastic. Yes. And very hard to come by. It is very hard to come by. Hmm. 
And it sold out in this Dollar General like that. Oh, yeah. We made sure to get four. We got two diets and two regulars, which the diet was pretty good. But uh, that pitch black's really good. Definitely got to stock up on the pitch black. I've heard heard a lot of good things. I've had a few pitch blacks, but. Well, it's an old flavor. It's an old flavor. What's your go-to Mountain Dew flavor? My go-to definitely would have to be the Voltage. Voltage is very good. The fountain, especially, especially fountain at yeah. Circle K. You got to steal the sticker off the fountain, like you know Rob and I would always do. Mostly Rob, uh, he probably has at least three or four sticker fountain sticker of Voltage somewhere. Probably from house. the same, the same Circle, Circle K. K. I don't currently have them anymore, but at one time I definitely had them. Yes, and then I'm probably going with that as my go-to. But the greatest Mountain Dew that I've ever had was the Mango Heat. I don't think I've ever had the Mango Heat. Oh my heat. gosh, it was very good. It was the best Mountain Dew I ever had. Damn. That probably would have been fall 2016 Yeah, that it was around. Very good. Yeah, honestly, I don't remember that one. Don't remember one bit. It was here briefly. Here and gone. Yeah. I would always do. It was fall to Christmas time. Usually they kind of bring it back once in a while too if it was something good, but I guess maybe no it wasn't the, liked well enough. I guess not. But shit. <clears throat> All right. Well, I think we should call in to our first caller. What do you think about that? Yeah. So uh, that's a good idea, producer Teddy. There. Um, Better it. You know, I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't know if I should disclose who it is right now or let's, just let's have him do an introduction. Okay. Who he is whenever we get him. I like that. Let's I like that. Let's go ahead and give him a ring, ring a ding, ding, ding. Here we go. She's ringing. Hello. Oh shit! What's up, buddy? Well, you know, just sitting in the truck by my lonesome. Oh. I'm scared. Liz, kick you out of the house? Yeah. Story of my life. <laughs> well, shoot, we got you live here on the uh, old podcast of Rooney. Uh, if you want to go ahead and give yourself a quick introduction. Yeah, uh, name's Clint Kircher, 12th kid of uh, 13, just a uh, practicing Catholic family. And, uh, you know, there's not much in my life. I live out in North Carolina, in the old dirty CG. Just had a kid five, four or five months ago, and... I sleep out in my truck now because my wife thinks I smoke too much. So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> oh Lord, I like it. So yeah, simple man. All right, Kyle, this is your guest, so I'll let you pick the topic. All right, buddy Clint, um, I got a good topic here for you. Uh, we've kind of already discussed this on our Fortnite shenanigans, uh, but what are your thoughts about crap jacking? Crap jacks? I mean, yeah, crap jacking. I don't, I don't know how you start a day without one. <laughs> I personally, in my household, I have two bidets, so I don't know how you have a crap jack without a bidet in your household. It really just puts the icing on top, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Um, it's, 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 people out there don't have the days. I highly suggest getting them. Um, 
you're living a really gross and disgusting life if you're not, you know, giving the booty a good old spray and wipe after every crap jet. That's just my personal opinion. But, you know, I know there's a lot of gross people out there in the world. Yeah. Do you uh, want to give us a quick definition, or do you want to, you want me to hit up the definition, or? I feel like you can hit the definition. I'm I'm a, I'm a practicing religious man, so I don't like to kiss and tell, but I'll let you do it. Okay, ten four. Uh, so yeah. For those of you that do not know what a crapjack is, uh, kind of, you should already know. Uh, definitely, you're taking a crap. It is what it sounds like. It, it definitely is what it sounds like, as Rob says. Uh, you're taking a crap, and let's say you get done with your crap, and it's a little randy. Just a little, a little randy. Yeah, a little randy, a little horny gut weed. You get hard, you know, you, you beat off quite a bit, and you come all over your shit. That's a yeah. crapjack. Kyle, my question is, do you sit? I am appalled right now. You didn't know what a crap check was? <laughs> What'd you say, Clint? Do you sit after your crap and then jack, or do you stand after the shit and then jack? Well, see, I've only done it maybe once. You're a liar. You're a fucking <laughs> liar. Lie. This Honestly, man is an active crap jacker. He crap jacked today. Because of my route. I do have to stand up and <laughs> Wait, give us a definition on what you mean by your root. Uh, my oak tree root. <laughs> Does it look like a baby's arm holding an apple? My goodness. It's it's a possibility, a mixture of of a baby's arm or a little Sebastian off a of Parks and Rec kind of dick, you know? A little Sebastian. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely. I I yeah, I definitely Thank would you. stand up. After I I'll shit. Have to, I'll have to try that next time. I, I do not have the similar uh, problem of said root. Man's home. Uh, <laughs> I have opposite of what they would call a root. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I stay, I stay right on the toilet, let those legs stay numb. I like to walk, stand up and, you know, your feet get that tingly feeling in them. They've been sitting <laughs> too long. That's how I like to do it. But like I said, uh, my, my way is not for everybody. I understand, you know, there's a lot of people have different kind of different methods, different, yeah, different strokes for different folks, different ways, different methods, <laughs> different paths that they want to take in life. Oh, I love it. Well, uh, if it's okay, can I, can I ask you a question? Are you asking me or Rob a question? I, I, I would really just like to ask the whole group a question. Let's go. Let's get after it. Clint, it's good to hear it, from you. It, it's great to hear from you guys. It really is. You know, I, I've been listening to this podcast by P.O. Bond, and one of my favorite questions from the man is, do you remember your first kiss, who it was with, and where it was at? Oh, wow. My first kiss. All right, I'll get right to it. So, a little funny story here. Who is this talking? Is this is this Rob? This is Rob talking. <laughs> My first kiss is actually somebody that my wife knows and graduated high school with. Oh, shoot. I'm not going to name name, last names, but Megan <laughs> and Uptown Chestnut. What a strong name. Was my first kiss. <laughs> and why it happened, I have no idea. But whenever it's platonic, it just is, you know. 
How old? How old were you? Oh God, I was probably two. Two. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was probably twelve. <laughs> oh Lord. I mean, is Megan is Megan a good looking lady? She have all her teeth. Was she working with some brands? I believe last time I checked, she has all of her teeth. She was working at Casey's in Warrensburg. Not a bad job. I feel like they might offer a 401k plan, something along those lines. And it's a single mother. That's a good retirement. Megan, if you're out there, sounds like Megan's got her life put together. Her, her Her dad, Larry, huge Ohio State guy. So, yeah, uh, not, not huge on that trash, but uh, Kyle, go ahead. Yeah, uh, so definitely Did you my know? first kiss, I think I was 11 or 12. Don't remember the lady's name. <laughs> a lady? Uh, a lady. Well, she a lady. Was, I think she was like 42. 13 42. Plus 10, 42. so 23. Is um, this your mother? <laughs> dang it. So, yeah. Uh, that, I guess that was my first kiss, Michelle. Well, technically, um, yeah. Yeah, you got me there. Mine also would have been your mother. <laughs> In the fuck shack. Um, yeah, what about you, Clint? Oh, it was young love. You know, I was living in Ramsey, Illinois. Ramsey. Dirty little, and, uh, little fast fact. Sorry to cut you off, Clint. That's the uh, home and birthplace of Tex Williams. Go ahead. <laughs> it sure is. Other, otherwise known as Sex Williams. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, I was uh, I was in the fifth or sixth grade, and I told my homeboys, you know, in the six one eight, Mister, I'll give them a shout out, Tyler Pryor and Ryan Black. I said, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay a wet one on Hannah Nash tonight. Nice. And, uh, you know, we had we had the Mulberry Grove fifth grade tournament coming up, basketball tournament. So, you know, I talked my mom into letting me stay at a buddy's house, aka just meet up with Hannah at the local rock lot and I just I finessed her I said hey whoever throws the rock farther has to give the other one a kiss and by golly if I didn't meet that rock a country mile <laughs> you dog she looked at me I looked at her I was like well I think I've got to lay one on you and uh yeah she she loved it and I, I felt like a king for I don't know, probably a solid two to three weeks because I went and told the boys that I made out with her. Even though I only got a little peck, <laughs> but boy, was it hot and heavy. <laughs> I mean, to this day, I mean, I still think about her. I'm like, you know, I just wonder if Hannah Nash is still throwing rocks in that rock lot looking for me. Shout out to Hannah Nash. Shout out. She deserves one. I hope she listens. She's a lovely lady. Don't know where she at. I don't know what her life is today. Don't even know where she is, but uh, I'm sure she's tossing rocks and looking for some facts. <laughs> Amen, brother. I like that. That's that's good. <laughs> Side note: Get back to who who was Kyle's first kiss? We never got a name. I, I honestly never don't got remember name. her name. I don't. Kiss me on the but cheek. She did have her teeth. She did have her teeth. Yes, that's good. <laughs> I mean, that's all you can ask for, honestly. Where where, where we grew up, I feel like, I mean, especially Ramsey. So much to pick from. Especially oh, Ramsey. Ramsey. Ramsey had some good-looking women there, okay? Some farmer daughters. Say what? It's the farmer's daughter. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure every country song is written about a family in Ramsey. 
Also, the Dairy D, I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but that is a life-changing event if you haven't. Nope. Can't say I, I haven't. Cannot well, say. Next time you get stuck in Ramsey, Illinois, you stop at the Dairy D and you get you a little ice cream cone and tell me if that's not better. We'll have to do a pod from, from there. Yeah, Let's we will. We will definitely get live there or something. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Maybe make a crap jack afterwards and, and rate our crap jack after the Dairy, the dairy D. Well, I'll let you know if uh, the Rock Lot is not too far from Dairy D, so if you guys want to swing by there, see if Anna's running around looking for some pecs. Maybe reminisce. Ten four. I get a two birds with one stone. I shoot. Ten four. Well, we we got to kind of keep this going here. Uh, we're we're grateful that you answered your call, answered our call, I guess. Uh, Absolutely. But you know, I really enjoyed it, and I appreciate every second of your life you have given me. And I hope this podcast thrives, and one day we look back and tell Joe Rogan he's nothing. That you know. Hey, shout out Joe Rogan! Shout out! Shout out! <laughs> and I'm glad I'm glad I've got to be on it. So if yep. you guys ever do get famous, don't forget us. Don't forget about us, little folks. Oh, we won't. No problem. We'll never forget we'll about. We'll have the to have you on as a uh, special guest. Yes, in person. <laughs> I look forward to it. I like it. All right. Well, thanks, Clint. Thanks again, fellas. Enjoy your evening. Enjoy your weekend. You too. Beautiful, beautiful, uh, beautiful segue into your next topic. Sweet. Love you guys. We love you too. Right, Thank you, you. Later, boys. Bye. Okay, let's hit another topic before our next phone call guest. I like it. <laughs> I feel like one time... This should be good. You may be opposed to this. We have mothers. Phone calls from mothers. Phone calls from mothers? I could do that. Yeah, I'd be down. Just a quick mother phone call. Maybe get the mother-in-law involved. I don't know. Spitball. Like today? Not today. But Trisha can be a handful. She definitely can be a handful. We were invited to Wings tonight, but I prioritized the pod. Teddy prioritize the pod. Good. Kind of not moving. Yeah, yeah. Uh, producers kind of, kind of out. Just kind of want to give a quick shout out to the Illinois men's basketball team. Only down one point to Penn State, who absolutely dominated them twice this year in the regular season. We're talking Big Ten tournament, but that is another topic for whenever we have more time. So, Kyle, if you want to queue up our next phone call. Mm, yes. While you're queuing that up, what is the ideal date to mow for the first time of the year? Ideal date. Well, I'll have to go off the IDOT specifications and standards of their, their handbook and you know, you can see pretty much after April, April tenth, I think. Unless you're an overseeder, unless you you're an overseeder, you could do it in the winter. Yes. Um, so seed after April the tenth. That's in your I, I think, handbook. I think it's the second week of April. I could be wrong. I probably have people out there that's going to tell me I'm wrong. So my ideal mo date, I have an actual date that I aim for every year. It's April fifteenth. It doesn't 15. matter if it's fucking Friday, Saturday, Monday. Don't matter. Two I'm inches of snow on the ground. We're mowing. I'm mowing. It yeah. doesn't matter. 
However, I'm going to mow a portion of my yard before April 15th this year, simply because there's clumps of, uh, clumps of grass already forming. And it's been so temperate and so mild that the grass has grown pretty good. Uh, that really bothers me is those clumps of grass. So, that... so give me your ideal mow date that you do you aim. I don't do you aim, aim for I a just... date every year, or do you just look at you just you're just a spitballer. I'm a spitballer. I try to get. I like the grass getting tall and thick before I do any kind of. Mowing. Oh yeah, I'm I'm all about that early spring. Yes, fullness. So whenever it's that, that establishes the rest of your year. It does. April tells you how August is going to be. It really does. Um, I definitely do. Yeah, April probably, probably just the length, maybe like six inches. Should I cut it? Second week of April. We're going second week. Of we'll April. just say second week of yeah. April. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a good date. Unless you did a lot of over overseeding, a lot of weed and feed in the winter. Maybe maybe it'll be March thirty first. Didn't hit the weed and feed late in the fall. Did, however, oversee late fall because the previous time that I did it, it paid off really well. Hmm. So if you want to queue up that next phone call, let's keep it rolling. All right. Um, you want me to hit the hit the call button now? Go ahead. Or? Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Off. Here we go. We're uh, we're giving them a call here. Got a live puppy race on the Big Ten tournament right now. Got puppies on the floor. Actual live puppies. We got it ringing. We got well, it. Oh, oh, who is this? Hello, caller. Uh, go ahead and... Who, who is this? Give oh, us a brief well, introduction. Caleb, and I am uh, a friend of the pod. Just giving a little little call in here. Mm. Okay. Caleb, a friend of the pod. I like it. What do you find yourself well, doing this evening, Caleb, a friend of the pod? Well, I uh, am tuned in to the uh, Illinois-Penn State game. So you see the live, a, live puppies on the floor at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice little, nice little puppies on the floor right now. It's been a good game, close game. Love to see it. Gabe just, just gave a shout-out to the Illinois men's basketball team for being down one against Penn State. But uh, we're going to keep her moving. Very cool. All right, all right. I have a question for you. Oh, producer, go ahead. My question is, you could have a song play every time you walked into a room, like a walk-up song in sports. What would that song be that played every time you walked into a room? Mm, mine's easy. One comes to mind right away. Me being a big Drake fan, you guys are probably thinking a Drake song. You it's not sing. a Drake song. Is it with Fetty Wap? It Was a Good Day by Ice Cube. Oh, okay. One of my favorite songs of all time. If you don't know it, if you don't know the music video, watch it. It's well worth your time. I like it. Um, Caleb, friend of the pod, go ahead. Ooh, that's a that's a tough question. It's a toughie. Hmm. Well, I mean, I feel like you know Drake is a is a good uh, one to go for. It's you a know? staple you know, of our generation. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> you know what? I'll. I'll I'll keep thinking about it, Kyle. How, what are you thinking? Well, uh, just the person I am, um, just kind of throw some people off. Yes, you would think I would pick a Drake song myself, but two huge Drake enthusiasts, right yes, here. big time Drake guys, right here. Rob, Rob, and uh, Kyle, uh, Caleb, definitely a big Rob, uh, Drake guy. Um, but I would definitely have to go with "Photograph" by Nickelback. <laughs> 
I don't know if that's facetious or not. Look at this photograph. That's, oh, that man is spitting right now. That's definitely my intro walk-up, whatever you want to call it. Even I, before I have sex, I'll play it. <laughs> I'm not sure why people hate on Nickelback so much, but they're really not that bad. No, they're not. All right, Caleb, you're on. What's your song? Hey. You know, I think I'm just going to have to go with a uh, back here, and let's go... Uh, Booty work by T Pain. Ooh. Ooh. Booty work. Okay. Booty work. So, T Pain also happens to be one of my favorite artists and also one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. If you guys don't know it, listen to it. It's very good. Um, T Pain, fast fact, is coming to the Devon Lakeshore Amphitheater in June. We should go. He is. We should go. I actually got to see him at uh, Lou Fest in St. Louis. T Pain. Was, was he awesome? Yeah. Wow. So we're yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. He's he puts on a show. Teddy, we're going. I mean, the guy just screams good vibes. You know, he's a he's a big gamer. Big yeah. gamer, big streamer from time to time. Just seems like a good dude. So Caleb, plan on attending a T Pain concert this summer. I think he's coming we in June sometime. There. Wouldn't miss it. You and the GF. Come on over. Mm. Yes. Caleb, do you have any topics, questions, statements? Well, I, I know Robert and I, we're going to be a little uh, differentiated on this. Uh, Kyle, I'd be curious to see your thoughts on it, since I, I don't know if you've done it that much. But when it comes to bow fishing, Robert and I are pretty avid bow fishers in our, in our time. Favorite and, uh, one of our favorite pastimes. I'm a big recurve bow user, and Robert is a big compound bow user. So, Kyle, if you had to choose for bow fishing a recurve or a compound bow, what's your go-to and why? Can I do crossbow? I'm Ooh, never seen that set up. <laughs> That'd be hard to do. Maybe I don't know if it'd be hard. It's probably that. possible. I, I like compound bows. That's all I use for uh, deer hunting, whitetail. Uh, fair, fair. So it'll definitely have to be a compound. Okay, okay. No. You know, I, I think it comes down to uh, the situations. Uh, you know, if you're going off of bridges or whatever like that, I mean, I feel like either or would work. If, you know, you're fishing out of a boat, uh, you know, We've got the Illinois River close to us with the Asian carp, you know, flying around and all that. I feel like recurve is the way to go there because you can snatch you. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like a quick shot comes from a recurve, but I feel like a precise shot comes from a compound. I mean, Fair. Fair. I've tried both. You've tried both. I mean, yeah. what do you think and what do you prefer? I mean, you're going to be a little partial because you have a recurve, but I mean – do you think it makes a huge difference either way? I think it depends on the person just because, you know, with the compound, you're going to pull back to your full draw length, and then you're going to sit there and think about your shot for a second before you release, where the reason I'm a big uh, recurve user is because I would rather just kind of instinctively shoot where I see something, and I'm pulling back and releasing before I even have time to second guess the shot. So that's why I, I lean towards a recurve, but can definitely see the benefits of a compound bow. Yeah, I love my compound bow that I have. I love the setup. 
I felt like once I found the reference point on where I was aiming, uh, it was pretty precise. Yeah, definitely the hardest part about fishing, finding the reference points. It's, uh, I mean, some guys use sights, but I feel like they're kind of gimmicky when it comes to bow fishing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with a different angle here. I'm gonna say the hardest part of bow fishing is finding a location that doesn't feel sketchy. Very fair. Yeah. yeah. Well, it seemed like every time I'd go with you guys, you'd say, oh man, this place is the freaking honey hole. And we'd go there and maybe you would see one gar that was barely 20 inches. So I, I think it, you were just scaring them off, Kyle. It could have been. I I mean, geez. We, we like to consider ourselves, you know, fish whispers. And I, I, just, yeah. I just think you were bringing bad vibes to the bridge. I probably was, honestly. I'm a good fisherman with he's a He's a little bit of a mountain man. I mean, he's, he's from fucking yeah. Michigan. So, so, I mean, it's a possibility. Plus, I do sweat a lot, and I have BO, so... Pure Michigan. Uh, definitely He's pure Michigan be, out of his armpits. Yep, pure, pure Michigan. Uh, they need to have a commercial on me. I wish they would, but besides the fact. So, Caleb, my question for you is plans for the weekend. Plans for the weekend. And overall well, review of a, your, your day. It's a, uh, I guess, shout out to my, my brother. It's his birthday this weekend. Happy so birthday. Happy home. birthday, Kyle P. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Kyle P. Happy birthday. We've got some family coming to town and plan on spending the weekend with them. And then his son, Raylan, is being baptized on Sunday. So plan on doing that, having a nice little lunch with everybody. And Randy Moss is coming? Or? Time with the family. Randy Moss? Rumor is Randy Moss is going to be at Raylan's baptism. I mean, it's a it's a fifty fifty. It, it's a real crapshoot from here, but we'll see. Allen Iverson, Allen, Allen. I I would lean more towards Randy Moss over Iverson, but it, like I said, could go fifty fifty. Luke Goody, Luke Luke Goody from the uh, the free throw line. Like the like to see those mid range Jays. All right, Caleb. I think we're gonna wrap it up, buddy. Uh, All right. I think we plan on seeing you tomorrow. Have a good night, and uh, see you tomorrow. Go light eye. I Yeah, raising raising canes, opening Springfield. Chicken Ready fingers. Go green. Go hello, baby. All right, see you, buddy. Thanks, Kale. Friend of the friend of the podcast. That was good. Good little calling. So let's hit some. Uh, let's hit some. Uh, like one more segment, one more topic, and then wrap it up. What yeah. do you think? Do a segment, do a topic, and close her out. I like it. All right. Next topic. What are your final projections for the Big Ten? Who will be in the championship? Big Ten championship? I can see an upset of Purdue. Yes. Which leads me to say the finals will be Michigan State, Indiana. I could see Indiana going. Yes. I could see. Michigan I think State's dangerous. Indiana's dangerous. Indiana's going to win it all. I don't think Northwestern really has. No. I don't think what they do. What it takes. That's a uh, boo-boo. He's really good. But who else? Who else is there? There's no, there's no other buckets on that team other they, than that Blue kid. Good coach should not have won the coach of the year in the Big Ten, I don't think. But that's wild. Uh, definitely got a good coach, so they, they could do something. 
Yeah. And I'm just excited for March basketball. Really. Me too. I, I cannot wait for the tournament brackets to come out and Selection Sunday is this Sunday. I just I love it. It's my favorite we got, time of year. We got tournament basketball starting Wednesday night, technically, Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think Wednesday is the first round. Yeah. Thursday, well, Friday, like second round. Games. Yeah, the first four in or first four yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then, so that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. It always ends up being pretty good. I have a little bit of a hard time watching those playing games, but it's like one of those like warm-up things. I'll watch it. What the hell? They usually have one decent playing game. Yeah. One. It'll be that late game. It usually is, because I remember Michigan State UCLA, they had that play-in. Man, back how, how are they a play-in team? How was that I a play-in game? It was... Because you see UCLA this year? That's when they went to the Final Four was yeah. that play-in game. Yeah, they are really good. That's the other thing is Selection Sunday, they... They need some help. Need Selection some help. Sunday, yeah. Uh, it's with pretty much any kind of college selection, whatever. Who's college your football. Who's your final four picks? You know, I would hate to say this, but I absolutely hate this team so much. But I think Duke. I, don't I know think they do. I know I don't agree with this other one, but I think Alabama's going to be in there. And I'm going to have to go with Gonzaga because somehow they always make it to the Final Four, which surprises me. And lastly, I think it's going to be – I don't know. That last pick is going to be hard for me to think. What are your top four? What do you, what's, what do you got? So I'm going to say this about Gonzaga. Fluke. They are a fluke. terrible yeah, conference, they are. terrible regular season schedule. But they somehow always hopefully, make it. Hopefully, they get beat in the first round. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a Gonzaga hater at this point. <laughs> I agree. I am too. I'm going Kansas, yep. Rock Chalk. I'm going Houston. Buy Slam of Jamma. Yeah. Kind of a, you know, blue blood. Yeah. I had Purdue, but I'm. They're showing a little bit of chinks in their armor. They are. And then that guard is play is not the greatest for Purdue. I don't remember who else I had. Let me pull up my FanDuel because I, I made a bet on this. I think I'm going to have to do Indiana as my last pick. Trace Jackson Davis, if he, if he balls, he can really play. Yes. He can really play. He's very good. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Indiana, Duke, uh, Alabama, and Gonzaga. Indiana, our Big Ten. Wow. What are the odds? I know. I, I just got to have a Okay, so I went Houston, Kansas, Arizona, Purdue. Oh, Arizona. You can never count out Arizona. You really can't. They, they always so make good. Sweet 16 at least. And if they don't make it Sweet 16, then it was a mobile year. Yeah. But I definitely should not have drink the same beers because I got to go deep. We're loose. We're loose. I'm getting a little wild. Can you hold it? I can hold it. Can yeah, you I, hold on I to it? Hold it. So, producer Teddy, do you have any favorites going into the Final Four? Do you are you just along for the ride as far as uh, March Madness goes? I'm just along for the ride. I participate in a bracket every year. Usually after the first round, I'm out. Oh, I don't know. I feel like you're going to have to really step up for your grandma this year. No, she's always in the top. She's still participating. 
Unbelievable. She will complete her bracket and she will be in the top four. One of my favorite bracket competitions to compete in is is that one. It's the most active one. It's like a good fantasy football league where you have all 10 to 12 owners participating. It's like we have, I don't know how many brackets we have, but it's like everybody's trying. And surprisingly, her brother sucks a little bit at it. He is usually in the bottom five with I yeah. guarantee he overthinks it so bad. And so I'm, bad. A, I'm a little bit like that, but but the man can gamble on March Madness basketball. Uh, yes. Which, yeah, I remember even your uh, bachelor trip going to New Orleans. That was awesome. The U. He won some money on uh, He did win some Miami. money on the U. And they're, they're a nobody. They're a ghost town this year. Yeah. So. Um, see a couple quick things as far as the Minnesota Vikings. We're all three uh, Vikings fans. So Zadarius Smith requested his release. Don't love that. Tells me there's some writing on the wall somewhere, like a tanking season, something like that, which is not really the Viking style. And my theory is they're trying to get some cap space to pay Justin Jefferson, which they by need all to pay means, man. by yes, all means, pay, I, pay the kid. But I also read a little tidbit about them possibly releasing who I think could be a future governor of Minnesota, Adam Thielen. <laughs> and I don't love that. Don't love that because uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with Adam Thielen's story, uh, what was he, like a D2 receiver from Minnesota State Mankato. Mankato, yeah. Uh, long shot to make the NFL, now a Vikings legend. One of my favorite Vikings of all time. Probably my favorite Viking of all time. And like I said, could be the future governor of Minnesota. I mean, honestly, he – I can't believe he was overlooked on a lot of D1 schools because that man he, really can't drop a pass. He some, is, of his, he, some of his concentration on some of the passes that he's called, like if we were to YouTube a Adam Thielen highlight reel, it would be high concentration catches. Yeah. I, I love watching him in the red zone. He is one of my favorites to watch. Always, always get the ball somehow. Got a Illinois man with a five-point lead at the moment against Penn State. ILO, baby. Thanks. Bob, do you have any closing statements? Yes, uh, I definitely have a closeout here for us. Uh, just want to let everybody know, you know, it's life's tough, but you got to think about what happens tomorrow. Don't think about what happens in a week. So keep tomorrow in mind and don't worry about anything else. Basically, keep moving. Keep moving. Keep moving forward. Yeah. This is my closing statement for the day, for the week. Don't waste five minutes today worrying about something that is not going to matter five years from now. Mm. It's deep. You guys are getting deep. That is deep. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm hungry. I'm trying to eat. I'm trying to get something to eat. And uh, amen to that. Don't waste five minutes on a crap jack either. Have a couple more beers and probably get something to eat. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Anything else? No. Nothing. I don't, I don't think so. All right. I think that pretty well wraps it up. Uh, goodbye now. <laughs>